Good morning for Friday, October 30th, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Rubio and Bush now on collision path. China approves two-child policy to help the economy. And breast cancer is on the increase among blacks. In today's national news, as speaker, Ryan may need to pair his lofty goals. Cod's failure to recover linked to the warming of the Gulf of Maine. And boarding school student sentenced in a sex assault in New Hampshire. In today's business headlines, Pfizer bid for allergen has its eyes on Ireland. Consumer spending and housing prop up the economy. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is Rubio and Bush now on a collision path. Written by Jeremy W. Peters and Maggie Haberman. Measured but optimistic, Senator Marco Rubio on Thursday stepped into the national spotlight he always feared would come too early and prepared for a bruising collision with Jeb Bush. But as Rubio and his supporters tried not to be swept up in their own euphoria over his debate performance Wednesday, the mood among Bush's supporters was despondent, with some questioning whether the accumulation of three unsteady appearances had finally blocked his path to the nomination. With the attacks on Rubio landing hard, the senator and his senior advisors moved to woo the establishment wing of the Republican Party. Top Rubio advisors delivered a plea to their top donors and supporters to redouble efforts in fundraising. Rubio is determined, advisors say, not to fall into what they see as a trap being set by Bush and his super PAC and he does not want to let the onslaught of criticism for missed Senate votes, which Bush reiterated on Thursday, distract him from the campaign trail or draw him into a spat. Rubio said in an interview with Fox News that he would not alter the tone or substance of his campaign in the wake of Bush's attacks. If he or anyone else wants to change their campaign and what they talk about, they have a right to do that. It's not going to change our campaign. Bush was far less generous after a showing on Wednesday that only seemed to magnify his flaws and heighten concerns that his chances to win the nomination might have slipped away. In Portsmouth, New Hampshire, where he met with voters on Thursday, Bush dismissed Rubio as nothing more than the Republican Party's Barack Obama, someone with a silver tongue but little achievement in office. We've had seven years with the divider-in-chief, who was spectacular as a candidate, great speaker, he's a very good politician, Bush told Fox News. Marco's my friend, he added. I admire him greatly. He's a gifted politician for sure, but I think we need to focus on who can lead, who can forge consensus, who can solve problems. He said the level of despair that his opponents were attributing to his campaign was greatly exaggerated. To suggest the campaign is terminal? Come on, he said. That's pretty funny. Some top Bush supporters said they believed his campaign had forced him into a confrontation with Rubio during the debate that he never wanted to have. The exchange over Rubio's missed Senate votes made Bush appear cowed when Rubio shot back. 
The only reason you're doing it now is because we're running for the same position and someone has convinced you that attacking me is going to help you. Then Weber, a backer of Bush, agreed. I think the real Jeb Bush is positive and optimistic and very policy-oriented, he said. And to the extent that they try to get him to be something other than that, they are simply distracting from the real Bush.